It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Billy Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we'd go Billy Up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Coming up on the Behind the Mic Podcast, the NCAA Tournament Sweet 16 is set, but not before setting every bracket in America on fire. LeBron James is hurt, for real this time. What it means for the LA Lakers, and in story time with Uncle Mike, there once was a blind dog that wandered into a FedEx station. You're behind the mic with Michael Neal Jr. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. We're back. It's Tuesday. You know the show drops on Wednesday. Behind the Mic podcast. It's kind of the, what, the NCAA update getting ready for the sweet 16 on saturday version and if you smell something that's burning that will be mine and everyone else in america's brackets because they have been busted and they are burning uh we've had some unprecedented things happened over the last week uh it's been great it's been great we we love the tournament uh we missed it it's been a year and now that it's back um, I can't tell you um, just how excited I actually have been. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, we're going to start where we always do. You know what it is. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought... How do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. 
start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. I do this because you can't talk about everything. You can't fit everything into uh, a 30, 40 minute podcast. So I do it at the fast version. This is my version. The rundown. My bracket is officially trash. I'm sitting here right now looking at it. Uh, Amazingly enough, I actually have 10 of the Sweet 16, but the one Final Four team that I had winning it was Illinois. Thanks a lot. Thanks a whole lot. Uh, A number of upsets to tell the state of college basketball. But I still think that the winner will be from one of those Power 5 programs, but not necessarily Power 5 because Gonzaga, uh, they're on what the West Coast Conference. I think West uh, Gonzaga will probably win it all. I think. That's, that's what I believe after watching them play. Nine double-digit seeds moved on from the round of 30 to the round of 32, the most in NCAA tournament history. And now we have four double-digit seeds to reach the Sweet 16, and that's tied for second most all time. The 13th seed, Ohio Bobcats, they sent four seed Virginia Packet early. UCLA, who are double digit, they're in the Sweet 16 after beating Abilene Christian, who beat third seed Texas in the first round. And I really felt bad for head coach of Texas, Shaka Smart, who still has yet to win an opening round game, and he looked visibly sick after the game they got the camera in the hallway it did not look good maryland a double digit took down modern yukon huskies before catching the beast themselves against uh, alabama who drowned them with 16 threes then there was north texas the 13th seed mean green they showed purdue you know the last and only team actually to re- uh to represent indiana the door uh, before Villanova brought them back to reality. They had a nice run. 15 seed Oral Roberts. They took out Ohio State. And just to put this out there, I mean, I forgot that the games had even started. I was still at work, and I always have that March Madness app going. And I wasn't able to download it yet because I haven't got my debit card from the FedEx Credit Union. Uh, we moved. Look, they sent my card to the old address and it got kicked back down, you know, to Cordova or whatnot. And I wasn't able to download anything. So I had to make some, some do some finagling. Uh, after I downloaded it, I was fine. But before then, I forgot I have the AT&T TV app and I could have been watching the games the whole time. So I missed that first upset. But look, they went down two seed Ohio State, Christopher B. Smith. I feel sorry for him. I'm sorry, bro. I'll give you a hug when I get back to work again. Uh, and then seven seed Florida. Okay. They took them out as well. So your Sweet 16 is set. Gonzaga and Creighton. USC, very impressive. Those Moly brothers. USC is a Pac-12 uh, party in that game. USC, Oregon, Michigan, Florida State, UCLA, Alabama. And then you have Syracuse, Houston, Loyola, Chicago. Sister Jean, her people are still in there. And uh, 12 seed Oregon State, who took out my volunteers in the first round. Thanks a lot. Uh, They won their first tournament game, what, in about a gazillion years. Uh, One seed Baylor, they got Villanova and Arkansas and Oral Roberts. That's the set. Uh, But then the other story has been 
the Big Ten and the Pac-12. How well the Pac-12 has done in this tournament versus the Big Ten, who was the best regular season conference in the NCAA, NCAA this season. And they had nine teams in the tournament. They only have one left. That's Michigan, one seed. And they were supposed to be the, the weakest of the one seeds. Turned out uh, Illinois, who I picked to win it all, they went down. So they were the first one seed to go down. Um, the Pac-12, out of their five that they got in, they still have four. So, and, and the losers, mostly threes and fours and a couple of twos. Uh, Virginia, Kansas, Texas, Ohio State, Illinois, Oklahoma State, and Virginia. Iowa, I hated seeing Luca Garza just that, that upset uh, it, but that just tells you just how much this stuff means to these athletes. Um, again, we'll get into that later. Other note that I have, uh, I've been blown away at the athletes watching Baylor and Arkansas, LSU. That was impressive. The game that they played that they played against Michigan. Um, I'm glad Michigan won it. Um, but uh, that that was that was impressive. And Alabama, ooh, guys who get to the cup and they can shoot. The bracket busting though isn't happening just in the men's tournament. It's in the women's too. According to an article that I did uh, read from ESPN's Michelle, hopefully I'm saying her last name correctly, Vopel, they talked about Wichita State. She did. They won their first tournament game ever in their program's history on Monday, and they did it against the only team, Arkansas, to beat one seed, UConn, this year. The 13-seed Raiders, they upset the four-seed Arkansas's team in the Alamo Regional. Uh, making them one of three double-digit seeds to win during the daytime session. And shout-out to one of those, the 12-seed Belmont Lady Bruins. They beat 5th-seed Gonzaga, representing Nashville. Uh, BYU, they beat Rutgers, 11-6. and a six. Uh, Of course, Arkansas, they beat UConn at the end of January. And they really haven't been the same, um, according to that article, since. So they were probably right for the beating. But then, too, I turned my back. And I seen on ESPN earlier, I missed it, that my Lady Vols went down a three seed. They, they lost to Michigan. Um, and uh, I think that just wraps it up for me in the tournament as far as the teams that I love to root for, for the most part. I still like Syracuse. Um, so I was watching the game, as a matter of fact, over the weekend. And I happened to see one of the players, you know, with someone dunks or or uh, they have a they they knock down a big shot towards the end of the game. Most of the time it's in the second half, towards the end of the game, about three, four, you know, maybe two minutes left. And uh, he's celebrating. I notice his T-shirt says hashtag not NCAA property. Well, I caught wind of an article through the Athletic, uh, and even watching ESPN. It's in the news that Mark Emmert says that he will meet with the hashtag not NCAA property leaders but after the tournament. Now, according to The Athletic, a coalition of 15 tournament teams led by Rutgers' Geo Baker, Michigan's Isaiah Livers, and Iowa's Jordan Bohannon began posting on social media with the hashtag before the start of the tournament last week. I wasn't aware of that. Protesting against, quote, unjust NCAA rules that deny college athletes equal freedoms and basic protections end quote also the players they wanted to meet with emirate via zoom on tuesday and of course he wrote emirate wrote through uh, a letter to the uh to, to basically to the players saying that the players association that uh will do this after the tournament well 
uh, the athletes also have requested changing uh, NCAA rules to allow for freedom to secure representation and receive pay for use of our name, image, and likeness by July 1st. The article does highlight the importance of the athletes wanted to meet while the lights were basically on the NCAA tournament. So people are actually paying attention and they can take care of this stuff now and say, hey, look, we need to meet and we need to talk about this now and not wait till everybody walks out of the room and is not paying attention so we can get something done. And it also highlights how Emirate, who's already in hot water because of those weight room disparities between the men's and women's tournaments, basically an absolute joke if you haven't seen them already. The men's weight room looks something like Gold's Gym and the women's more so like that one single rack of hand weights that you could buy at Walmart at a one and a half star hotel. You know what I mean? It's, it's really bad, really bad. Uh, but everybody knows that athletes are the money in college athletics, especially in football and in basketball. Those are the money makers for schools, right? And look, they want to make money off their own image. If the players want to do that and their image and likeness and capitalize off of it, they should. And I think that the NCAA, they're going to have to deal with this eventually. And look, no wonder, I'm just throwing this out there. Um, no wonder there's so many of these players uh, that some of they don't, yeah, they're one and done. So they want to go and they're going to go make their money. Uh, they're going to be one and done. Or they'll be like some kids like Jalen Green and not come to the NCAA at all. I'm going to do, I'm going straight to the G League and then I'll make my little money there before going into the NBA draft and not waste any time in college. But I mean, I think college exposure is great for athletes. I do have a balance with that. It's just the NCAA. Ooh, you know, it, it's 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 just it's just crazy. I think eventually, when you have that much money being made by an entity such as the NCAA and all of these schools off of the backs of these athletes, um, something more needs to be done. I understand they get the great weight rooms and the shoes and 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 uh, the meals have been upgraded or whatnot. Understand that, but I think that they should be able to have a little bit more freedom than that. Hmm. Let's jump to the Major League Baseball. San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. left the spring training game today against the Cincinnati Reds. That's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, y'all. In the third inning after making a backhanded play, and he left it due to left shoulder discomfort. He's a righty, okay? Look, I'm not saying that it's something, but I definitely can't ignore it, Okay. I'm kind of half kidding when I say there's something about big money and pro, and pro athletes. They don't mix. They just don't mix. As soon as that check clears. Oh, my neck. Oh, my back. Oh, my neck and my back. Look, 14 years at $340 million would do that to a guy. But, hey, it may be nothing to it at all. Just a little shoulder discomfort and he'll be fine. We'll see. NBA. LeBron got hurt over the weekend against the Atlanta Hawks in a loss. What does that mean for the Lakers? Well, first of all, LeBron could probably kiss another MVP goodbye. It's been, what, eight years since he's won it anyway. Um, but what I don't want to hear is, is if he really needs it. You know, um, it, What I don't want to hear, oh, God, this guy is 36 years old and 17 years in the league. Now, eventually, the body is going to start to break down. I understand that. But this was a freak injury. Okay, Solomon Hill just accidentally fell into his leg while they were diving for a basketball. 
Normally, LeBron comes out of this stuff unscathed. I'm not saying he's had a, a, a perfect record, but for the second time in three years, this guy's gotten hurt. Could there be something to it? Maybe, but this was a freak injury. This was a freak injury. I mean, if you could tell me, I don't, I, I don't know too many people that can get their ankle fell into like that and bent like that and keep going. So, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just throwing that out there. But what does it mean for the Lakers? I mean, Anthony Davis is already out. And then you have LeBron's going to be out for three weeks. And according to Chris Broussard, they have about 15 games against playoff teams, potential playoff teams you know, are included in that. And so far right now, they're third in the, red, in the West as it stands right now at 28-15, but behind Utah and Phoenix. Now, could they fall a couple of games? Yeah, that's probably going to happen. It probably will happen. But once they come back, Davis and LeBron, hopefully they come back healthy. Um, I'm not so sure about Anthony Davis. The dude is made out of wet tissue paper, man. Uh, once it starts, it don't stop. It's like a boulder running, rolling, rolling, rolling down the hill. And let's get him down to the base and let him heal up. Uh, and just use him, you know, the way he needs to be used. If they get back during playoff time, it just means that the road may be a little bit more difficult. Now, that'll be just another one of those great things that LeBron can provide for us uh, and, and show that, you know, his greatness or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and staying right there with the L.A. Lakers, Elgin Baylor, Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Fame class of 1977, Nate Smith, Hall of Famer. He passed away on Monday at 86 years old of natural causes, according to reports. Uh, he played for the Lakers 14 years from 1958 to 1971. He was an 11 time All Star, 10 time All NBA player. He was the Rookie of the Year and the All Star Game MVP that same season. Uh, he finished his career a double double guy 27 points per game, 13 rebounds per game and is one of four players in NBA history with 25 points averaging, 25 points and 10 rebounds. Wilt, Bob Pettit, Carmelo are the other three. Uh, he went to eight finals, of course, those darn Boston Celtics. Yes, I'm a Lakers fan. He didn't win any, uh, but he had a finals record 61 points back in 1962. And he's also one of six Lakers to have uh, not well, he has a statue out front, and his number 22 was retired. Um, the guy was phenomenal, uh, and even uh, being an executive with the LA Clippers from 86 to 2009, unfortunately, he was up under Donald Sterling. Uh, but uh, great basketball player. Obviously, he will be missed. Kobe, by the way, will probably be number seven. He will be number seven on that list. All right, so more nba speaking of the western conference by the way the houston rockets stink they are now 12 and 30 they're next to last uh as it stands right now today they're next to last to the minnesota timberwolves and it looks like they will be unloading victor olin depot before the nba trade trade deadline of march 25th can you say nba lottery speaking of lottery picks Lamelo ball who was the third pick in the 2020 draft had surgery on his fractured wrist and will be reevaluated in the month. Early reports have said that he's probably going to miss the rest of the season. Hopefully that's not the case. Again, in a month he'll be reevaluated. Re 
Probably not a playoff team. The Hornets right now are 20 and 21 the last time I checked. The kid, to me, is the rookie of the year. Averaging 15 points per game, actually nearly 16 points, six rebounds and six assists. Pretty good. A little more on the NFL free agency move front. Joe Flacco, who was previously with the Jets, he signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. Josh Reynolds, Titans fans, know him from the LA Rams. He had 52 catches, 618 yards and two touchdowns. You lose Corey Davis, you get a pretty good athlete. And Josh Reynolds, hopefully he can help the Titans out on that offense. Kenny Galladay, though, previously of the Lions, had you know, had had some uh, uh, good numbers coming in, um, being signed with the New York Giants, four years and $72 million. We'll see if this guy's a number one receiver or not. Not sure. And then uh, Dory Jackson, this signing by the Giants, I don't understand. Now, being the Titans, uh, being right up under the nose hairs of the Titans, I don't know how you give a dude three years and $39 million, uh, $13 million a year, and he could barely be on the field, let alone cover a bed with a sheet. So hopefully the kid will get better. Yeah, hopefully the kid will get better. We'll see what happens. Um, also, the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie, I just want to mention this as far as going back to the NBA. Uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, he's had a lot of personal days, doesn't he? I really do hope that him and KD are back by the NBA playoffs, just like LeBron and KD. And they are actually, according to uh, the betters, the Brooklyn Nets are now the favorite to win the NBA championship since LeBron went down. We'll see how that goes, but the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets should thank God for James Harden. Lastly, I want to say, um, as we uh, end this segment, the Colorado, uh, Boulder, Colorado, the people of Boulder, Colorado. Um, my heart goes out to you and the families of all 10 who died in that senseless shooting at that grocery store. Um, I'm, pr I'm praying for you all. Uh, that, that yet another one of these just senseless uh, situations where someone just goes in and just unloads a gun in a grocery store it just it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense it's just evil it's pure evil there's no other way around that um and I, I'm, I'm supposing that they actually have the guy uh i remember listening to it i think it was on sunday monday uh them saying that they have a person of interest it was yesterday and uh whatnot and uh, um i'm just praying at this point uh the shooter Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service guard appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan visit blackhillsenergy.com sign up to learn more
Okay, that's one thing. But these families are the ones who are affected uh, the most. Um, Mike Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets, he had a very, very um, a tearful um, press conference, um, video conference, and he named all of the the all of the victims. And um, the last one, I think it was a police officer, had seven children, the father of seven. That's sad. That is sad. And just among the many things that you really, really hate hearing. Um, so prayers to the, uh, the families from Boulder, Colorado. Okay, so I'm going to kind of hit this and 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 get out of it because I, I really don't want to bother this too much. I'm just going to make mention of Deshaun Watson, who among you know along with Russell Wilson is probably the biggest story in, of the NFL offseason, other than all of these free agent signings. But Watson wanting out of Houston, but right now he's dealing with uh, all of these sexual misconduct allegations. He's got. 16 women now 16 suits against him civil suits uh alleging that he uh alleging sexual misconduct so as far as i'm i'm concerned i'm just kind of in the same mindset look we see that there's been plenty of people that have looked squeaky clean in the past and turned out to be filthy and then at the same time We've had people that have come out against people and accused them of things, and it turned out to be lies. All I'll say to this is I pray that, that the truth comes out on either end. If Deshaun Watson is guilty, God help you. Uh, get yourself together. But if it's not true, then one, Watson needs to watch out who he's hanging with, for one, and two, uh, you know, the, if if some of these if if these accusations are false, then God help those people who accuse them falsely. So either way, uh, I, I would like to have justice on either end, and I will leave it at that. So, and I worked again for FedEx for over twenty years, right? And when I first started, I was trained that when you go into a stop, you have to have a sense of urgency. You can't walk in there. Uh, there was a skit. I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit or it may have been uh, a Mad TV skit where you had a FedEx man that came in the door with a package. Uh, there's a lady sitting at a desk. I have to find that on YouTube. I need to watch that. And the guy's like, here, here you go. You know, he's 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 in a hurry to get a signature so he could get this pack, get this package out of his hands and get out of there. And then you have... The quote UPS type guy who goes in the 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 kind of lack of days ago or, or the the relaxed courier that goes in there, throws the clipboard on the desk, sits down in the chair, puts his feet up, and says, "Hey, look, whenever you're ready." And look, we I've seen couriers on both sides that do that, <laughs> so you know, that that do either or. Me, I was a little more cordial. You know, I like to speak. I like to have a relationship with my couriers with my customers. And if I had time to talk, then, you know, I, I would speak. 
you know, if, if I didn't, then I had to get in and get out. I'd let them know, but I wouldn't be rude. So, um, but there's a sense of urgency that you had to have. And that, that, that's what I was taught, you know, let's move let, let, let's get quick because there's a time limit on this thing. And time is going to run out. You have to get these packages off by a certain time. So you look, that clock is ticking. Boom, 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 boom. Or maybe you got something to do, somewhere to go at the end of the day. And you have to get done. And you don't have time for a whole lot of conversating um, and throwing your clipboard on the uh, table and sitting down and putting your feet up and having a, a donut or two. But can I be honest? As much as we talk about how much of the regular season in college hoops we don't watch, all of that gets thrown out the window during the tournament. Period. It gets thrown out. How many people filled out brackets? How many people are in a pool? I'm in both. Okay, I'm in both. So why is interest high in March? Why, why is there, you know, why are people so interested in March? Because if you lose, you're done. Period. There's a sense of urgency from the fans as well as the players. Look at what happened with Luca Garza. He's, I think he's a senior. Look at these kids when they cry, when it's, when, when it's like 45 seconds left and they take all of the bench players, uh, put them in and take the starters out because the game is over with and you're losing. They're boo-hooing. They put their nose in the coaches, in the uh, head coach's armpit or the assistant coach's armpit or one of their teammates. They're sitting with a towel over their head. Their eyes are red as fire. You know, they're snotting all over somebody's jacket or shirt because it's over. For some of these kids, y'all seen the commercial, they're going to go pro in something other than sports. Not everybody's going to be Cade Cunningham and be, you know, and be the projected number one pick in the draft and stuff like that. Not everybody's that. There's that senior that's at Abilene Christian or at Colorado or at Iowa, you know, whether he's going to be a high draft pick or not or whether he's going to be a free agent or not, or play overseas, or play for the G League, or he's just going to be a doctor, or he's going to start his own business, or he's going to be, you know, I don't know, start his own, you know, tech company or something. I don't know. But these guys, it's over for a lot of these kids. They may not play any more basketball unless they play in a gym, you know, on a Saturday. I don't know. But that's the sense of urgency that a fan feels as well because they want their teams to win. Look at the fans that sit in there biting their nails through the mask. It's crazy. But that's the reason why we watch. That's the reason why we watch because we have brackets that are jacked up and pools where you got a number of, you have how many teams? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had eight teams apiece. In, the, in this pool that we had in the office. And I have one team left. Most of us have one team left. One guy, I'm not going to mention any names, has Arkansas, Syracuse, Alabama, and Gonzaga. Who you think has the best chance of winning this pool? You know what I'm saying? Oh, and the creator, I'm not going to name any other names, has Michigan, Loyola, and Houston. He's got a pretty good shot as well. The rest of us have about one team left. One team. I haven't seen the other sheet. They probably have no teams left. But that's that's the that's the beauty of the tournament. That's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. 
if you lose, you're done. And if you look at all the games over the uh, the weekend, I think we all try to figure it out. And here's the thing. Only guys like, I'll just name them, like Doug Gottlieb or Fran Fraschilla or, um, you know, well, you know, name name that Jay Billis, Jay Williams. They they've been watching all season long. Unless you're a college basketball fan, shout out to uh, the uh, the Gonzaga podcast on the Billy Up Sports Network. Uh, he's a big Zags fan. Um, they're probably going to win it. But you know, a lot of people they they'll say, well, it could be athletic talent versus experience. I mean, what are the keys? And watching a lot of these games is turnovers and threes. And I have to say this, my buddy Kenny, Kenny Wisely, I'll call his name. We were talking Sunday, and he did mention about film. And I was like, well, they got time to watch film, which they do, but he had more of a point. His point was more valid. There's not as much time to get ready. You're playing two. Uh, I heard the, the, the kid, the center from Loyola, Chicago, talk about they had to play two games in three days. So maybe they're using the rest of their time for film. Um, but you only have so much time to prepare. It's very little time. Not the same amount of time that you would have to prepare for a Super Bowl. You have to get in and get out, right? So uh, if you look at also, uh, like I said, the athletic talent versus the, 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 the people who are experienced, you have a lot of these teams that got juniors and seniors on there. But uh, there's a lot of young talent. I pulled all of the players because – it's not as many of these, uh, the men's and women's tournament is different. The women's, you know why UConn stays on top? Because everybody stays in school. The same teams all the time. Muffin McGraw, at, uh, who's retired now, who was the head coach for years at Notre Dame, they had the same, you know, they kept their players, you know, just like a lot of the other ones. Pat Summit, when she was at UT, they kept the players. Their, their best players were always there. They don't, leave they're not one and dones although i wouldn't be surprised to see that but they stay the men on the other hand they're one and dones and there's the teams with the talent a lot of those guys they're the ones who made their exit just to give you an example there's the uh of the top 11 players i think there was only three that are left in the tournament but check this out this is according to the NBA, I got CBSSports.com. I've looked at ESPN.com. Cade Cunningham, he's a freshman. He's projected to go number one. Jalen Suggs of the Gonzaga, freshman. Evan, uh, Evan Mobley of USC, that big, tall, seven-foot dude that can move like a point guard. He's a freshman. Now, I'm not, I ain't named Jalen Suggs, I mean, uh, Jalen Green, who opted to go to the G League, or Jonathan Kuminga, who plays on the same team with Jalen Suggs in the G League. They didn't go to college. Greg Brown, first-round exit, but Texas, freshman. Jalen Johnson of Duke, didn't even make the tournament, freshman. Moses Moody, he's still in it, freshman. James Booknight of my UConn Huskies, he's a sophomore. And number 10, David Johnson, they didn't make it in, sophomore, Louisville, and then uh, Corey Kispert, he's a senior. That's, that's number 12. Um, Corey Kispert of Gonzaga, he's a senior. And uh, actually, I skipped one. At number 11, they have Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, guard from out of 
the one team I have left, Florida State. He's a freshman. So they, a lot of these these teams, some of them they they keep them, but they're more spread out. They don't they're not hogging everybody anymore. Uh, I, I remember listening to um, a show and they basically talked about how yeah, you know the the top guys either they didn't come at all to college or they're just more spread out. Go back to Duke's team, you know, a couple years ago. You know, you had uh, Zion Williamson, and then you had R.J. Barrett. So they had two of those top picks on the same team. Yeah, Duke had a deep team, so, you know, they've had their players, and they they didn't win at all, but at the same time, sometimes that talent doesn't always say that having all the talent doesn't always mean that you're going to win it all. We all see that there's a balance there. But any way you slice it, it's still, I, I honestly think, and I've, I've heard plenty of shows talk about, well, you asked for more parity, and you got it. Are you going to watch? I'm watching. I don't know about anybody else. And I guess, well, it's true that we'll find out once the ratings actually come out. And we start hearing the ratings for this tournament, whether they were up or whether they were down. They're probably high at the beginning. And then you have a George Mason that sticks around a little bit too long. Heck, I told you, I'm a UConn fan. That people say, well, you're not a true fan. Well, there were two final four games against Butler. Uh, there was, you know, the final, uh, the championship game against Butler that I barely watched because I'm going to be honest with you, it was boring. I watched it, but I wasn't engaged. I wasn't. I really wasn't engaged. I was glad they won, but it was boring. So I want to see that athletic, high-flying talent. If I had my wish, I'm looking at my bracket right now. If I had my wish, I would like to see Gonzaga and Alabama, which actually that's who I picked in my Final Four, Gonzaga and Alabama. And I would love to see Baylor. I'd rather see Illinois, rather have had seen Illinois. But at this point, I don't know too much about Houston. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd probably rather see Baylor and Syracuse. Baylor, Syracuse. Gonzaga and Alabama. That's what I want to see. Now, if Loyola Chicago makes it into the Final Four, I'll watch that too. I will. The national championship better be like Alabama, Baylor, or Gonzaga and Baylor. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's just that simple. Because we know what we like. What did I say at the top of the, uh, of the, of the podcast? I said, look, it's probably going to be one of these Power Five teams or Gonzaga to win it all. All right, in T-minus five minutes, this show is a wrap, maybe less. Y'all know what time it is. It's story time with Uncle Mike. (laughs) Pillows, check. Blankets, check. Good job. All right, so uh, relax for about two minutes. This is a, a story that I was told. This isn't one of my own, and it was just so amazing I had to tell it. So we're sitting in the station now because I work inside, and one of my friends, Rhonda, she worked in, uh, if you're familiar with Nashville at all, we have a station that's in uh, 
you know, nicer part of town, Brentwood. I've never been there. But she told me about a blind dog somehow that one it somehow wandered into the warehouse. They had no idea. But here's the thing. You have to understand this isn't a building that sat on its own or sits on its own. I believe it's still the same way. It's constructed the same way. There, there are some other storefronts that are attached to it. And they still have a warehouse where they have the trucks, but it's one of the smaller stations. My station is the biggest in the southern region. And we have our own building and it's huge. Um, but uh, the dog wanders, in, wanders into the, 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 um, the station. And so... She t- Rhonda takes takes the dog, I think, into the office and they get it um, some water or what. He's standing in the corner, but just kind of standing face first into the corner. And like, what's going on? Come to find out they, they didn't know, but they found out then that the dog was blind. And so there's like this dog has to uh, belong to someone. So they 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 fed him. And this is during the summertime but they fed him and then they, they gave the dog some water. And to try to attract some attention um, to see if someone's dog nearby, uh, if it belonged to someone, they tied it to a tree out front. They did go back and forth and they they kept an eye on him and monitoring him. And when it was, they didn't leave him out there long. So when it was a little bit too warm, they brought him back inside or whatnot. And it turns out that there was a neighbor, because I think there were some apartments that were across the street. They come to the front counter and they're like, I know basically I just skipped to this. They know who dog uh whose dog that is. And I think it was uh the owner was their neighbor. The owner of the dog was their neighbor. And turns out you know, I guess in some kind of form form or fashion, excuse me. They got the dog to <laughs> they got the dog to the man and it turned out the man was blind himself. He was blind and, and he has a, uh, um, what is it? Uh, he, he's a, um, he was a massage therapist, like a next door to the station. And every day turned out, you know, the man and the dog would go to, he, you know, they will walk to, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not lying. Uh, they would walk, the, the dog was walking, would walk him from, you know, the apartments or whatever, right across the street to his job. And they, obviously he had assistance, people to help him out. But I thought, wow. I mean, it's not a joke. I mean, that was the first thought I had was the blind leading the blind. But I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how the dog ended up in the station. Maybe the guy was next door. In his, you know, in his, uh, his offices, and the dog ended up coming outside some kind of way and just wandered into their station. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Crazy stuff. All right, look, that's a wrap. So Tuesday, it's Tuesday. The podcast drops on Wednesdays. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Like, subscribe, listen. Behind the Mic Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm out. You better listen. I'm going to find you.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.